0: Hello everybody, welcome back to my podcast here. Today's topic is going to be about a book called What Night Bring. It's going to explore gender roles, Catholicism, domestic abuse, lesbian issues, and or a coming out story. If, if if it is a coming out story if it's not a coming out story and just about finding yourself and truly becoming and realizing who you are um so to start off the book is called what night brings as I said in my title it's by Carla Tronjillo it was published back in 2009 in 2000. And nine. And it is a book that I read in my Chicanos Literature class. And yes, Carla Tranquillo is a Chicana. And the way she wrote this book is beautiful. It's an amazing book. It made me cry. It made me feel so many emotions. And it just made me feel a sense of... I would not say discovery but i wouldn't say that it's more as i felt this character and the way she felt about herself a lot in this book and that's why this book makes me feel so many emotions all at once um and it just makes me feel like there's always hope and there's always light at the end of the light at the end of the tunnel and so to start off with the first topic we are going to talk about the Catholicism in this book so throughout the whole book Marcy is the main character there's also her sister Corinne her mother Delia her dad Eddie there's also her grandma who are also major characters in this book. But for now, we're all only going to focus on Marcy. So in this book, Marcy is very persistent with praying to God and asking him for two major things in her life. The first one is to make her dad go away. And the second biggest one is for God to change her into a boy. And so... She's, she prays to God every day. She even goes to, you know, praying to the Virgin Mary and praying to baby Jesus and saying that I want all three of you, if all three of you can hear me, I just want to be a boy. And she wants to be a boy before she turns 13 because at 13 is when everybody's puberty hits and that's when the boys' ding-dongs start getting bigger. The girls start getting chee As explained in the book, that's how she talks about it. And she starts to say, I want to be a boy. I need to be a boy because I need to protect my mother and my sister. And I also get to kiss girls. So when reading that, you know, Marcy's struggling in a way with her identity because she's not sure if she has to be a boy because boys like girls or if it's even heard of of a girl liking a girl. And so she she thinks in her mind that she has to be a boy to like girls. And so throughout this whole book she's questioning and she's debating and she's having this internal problem where she's like, I just have to be a boy because there was no representation of lesbians back then in the 1960s. There wasn't, that was unheard of. That was uncommon. It was uncommon to be a lesbian. It was weird, you know, in a sense to be lesbian or liking the same gender Or thinking that you were born into the wrong body and you had to be, you were born a girl and you have to be a boy. And back in the 1960s, it wasn't something that was heard of. So for Marcy's defense, she had no representation of herself to see on TV, in books, in magazines, anywhere. A lot of it was underground. It was kept under wraps. You know there was still stuff that was going on you know outside of the book in the real world where it was the stonewall riots and everybody was fighting for gay rights and gay marriage it was it was a big gay controversy going on in a sense of you know in the real world outside of this book there was people being persecuted for being gay there was people being arrested for being gay there was people being put in insane asylums because they were gay getting treatments for it You know, trying everything that you could to oh no you can't be gay that's not it there was people getting fired even if you were remotely seen with a gay person you know everybody thought that oh if you're hanging out with a gay person you must be gay and which was not the case And so, this book goes either in the early 1960s or in the mid-1960s where stuff was still not president yet. And so, with Marcy being very concentrated on her faith and her religion with God, she was getting ready to commence her first Holy Communion. And so she had to go to her first confessional to which she explained to the the priest that I like girls. And the priest not knowing that she's a girl, he said, "Oh, that's fine. All you have to do is five Hail Marys and five Our Fathers and you'll be fine. It's fine. Everybody feels a certain type of way." Not knowing that the priest is talking to a girl saying that she likes girls so in that little moment of acceptance and validation she goes off of it and says you know what it's okay for me to be the way that I am and towards the end of the book she ends up finding another girl who also likes girls And it's that light of the tunnel. And it's that throughout the whole book, you're holding your breath, hoping that Marcy eventually ends up being at ease with herself. And throughout this whole book, it's about her being able to self-discover herself. But in it, she also has a lot of abuse from the hands of her father and her father being this mochismo macho man I'm the breadwinner in this house type of man where he didn't let his wife work he was the only one that was able to work she had to cook and clean and she had to take care of the kids and take care of him which was something that typical Mexican households are like. In my household, my grandma has always been like that. I love my grandmother. I love her for being the woman that she is. She took care of me all through up until I was a sophomore in high school. She would watch me. My mom is a single parent. So my grandma took care of me and four other cousins. So she would cook for us and she would clean for us. While my grandpa went to work at the water company, and you, you know what, what we ate was something different. And when my grandpa came home, and if he wanted enchiladas and my grandma made tacos, my grandma would go into the kitchen and make him enchiladas. So my grandma was that type of stereotypical gender role where she is the woman that took care of the house, took care of the kids, and took care of the cleaning and the making of the food. You know, my grandma would go ahead and fix everybody else first and make sure everyone was eating and everyone had everything. And then finally, at the end, my grandma would fix a plate for herself and then come eat with the rest of us, even though everybody else was already done. And so... In this book, Delia is just like that. She listens to Eddie, everything he does. She never worked. She never learned how to drive. She never got a job because Eddie was taking care of her. And so she stayed at home taking care of the kids. And so when it comes to Marcy and Corinne, if they didn't do anything that Eddie didn't like... Eddie would hit them Not necessarily hit them Just like one little hit And that's it No he would beat them Until there was bruises Until you know blood was drawn Until it was taken way too far And at the hands of Their own father beating them Their mother just sat on the sideline Just looking And just telling him to stop Until his rage was over And so Delia is constantly making excuses for this man just because she's afraid of being an independent woman by herself. In the book, Eddie eventually gets out of the house and is cheating on Delia. And so he's gone for about three, four months. So Delia has to get a job and has to learn how to be independent on her own she eventually gets a job learns how to drive buys herself a car and she loves it she's having a really good good life she's starting to get happy you know she's starting to eventually feel that freedom of what it's like to be an independent woman but fast forward more into the book Eddie comes back and Delia takes him back when her kids specifically told her not to because of how badly he beats them. But yet she still takes him back because she's in love with him. And it just goes to show that even in an abusive relationship of how how toxic it can be and how... Ment- mentally manipulated somebody can be it just shows that even if your kids are getting hurt sometimes women cannot see that see that because they're shielded from how much they depend on their husband and so eventually it gets to the point where marcy they her and her sister run away and they run away to their uncle's house and it's, it's pretty bad, and her uncle is like, what did they do to you? And she was like, my dad got mad, and it just it just went too far. And it was just unheard of back then, you know, calling the cops on your parents. You know, because you're like, oh, okay, well, the kids are just being disciplined. It's not that big of a deal. But yet, it becomes a big a deal when you start seeing bruises and broken bones on the children and they're afraid to ask for help because they don't want anything to happen to their parents because that's their parents and so in this book there's a lot of instances a lot of querying a lot of questioning if Marcy and Corinne are going to get away and so there's also querying of a different gender role because of Marcy's grandma, Marcy's grandma owns a bar out in New Mexico, and she's the main owner. She deals with all the drunk customers. She deals with anybody who tries to come in and mess with her. So at a time when Marcy and Corinne are being abused, grandma comes to visit and notices that this is happening. And so she threatens Eddie that I'm taking my grandkids and I'm taking them to come live with, live with them, live with me. And so Eddie gets mad and Eddie's like, well, no, you're not because these are my kids. They're not your kids. And so grandma floor ends up pulling out a knife on Eddie because he starts getting closer to her and she pulls out a knife on him. And she says, don't come step near me. Cause I will use this. And it's just showing how strong of a character Grandma Floor is on her being able to stand up for herself, but yet her daughter is so manipulated by her own husband to not see that she is able to leave. She is able to go back home to her mom, which is Grandma Floor, and she will have that protective home where grandma floor will not let anything bad happen to her daughter and more or less to her grandkids and so it just goes to show how this book really just challenges a lot of that a lot of what is unnormal being you know Getting a little girl to in the book to be, you know, gay, having that child abuse, and yet having this whole Catholicism in here, it just goes to show how progressive of a book it is, especially now in a time in 2019. This book is wildly pop- popular because it goes to show that it was written to be progressive and so this book really hit home for me um this book really just made me really think about my coming out and how I was outed and it really just made me it made me see myself in Marcy because when I came out, my mother did beat me and she was very, um, I want to say, she she didn't like the fact that I was gay. So I was kicked out of my house and my junior year of high school, I was living with my best friend for about five months until my mom was ready for me to come home. And still now to this day, I still live with my mother, but it's hard for me to leave because it's only me and her and so I help my mother with a lot of things that goes on in the house but it just goes to show that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and there is a lot to look up to because eventually it is going to get better regardless of how rough it's getting it's going to get better